Welcome to another exciting episode of the Cowboy Rudy Podcast. Wait, governor? No, then I'm coming correct. Let me talk to you guys about something that they can do both drunk and high that is extremely pleasant. I think our podcast needs a budget for guns. Cowboy Rudy. Dang. Crack a cold one, baby. What is it with this fucking podcast? It's me, your host, Gambezy Mary. And joining us as always, resident comedian and filmmaker, Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? Uh, here we are, man. I'm fucking ready. Uh, I'm waiting for the edibles to kick in. Here we go. Round, uh, round whatever the fuck it is. 92? 92? We 92? This is 92. And you know what? I don't even want to get too excited because we got another person introduced. We got to get right into this. But positions are slightly changed. You are down here right now, and I'm loving it. Anthony's got the bottom frame all to himself, kind of how he wants it usually. Usually. Uh, but that's good for him. <laughs> also joining us, you probably noticed him already, Santa Cruz comic and man with an unmentionable sized penis, Brian Snyder. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Hello. Hi. Yes, I have an unmentionable side. Here's the problem. That's it's quite mentionable, uh, and I feel yes. like we're we're maybe being a little dishonest to the fans. I've mentioned it several times just in the writing process of this episode, so I know it's mentionable, and I don't want to act like I'm lying yeah. to the friends. Integrity's sake, I'm going to say <laughs> it's soups mentionable. Uh. <laughs> it's incredibly mentionable. I was lying. I'm sorry yeah. to start the show with a lie. Yeah, and say it's, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 50 percent um, of the writing process was us talking about Brian's dick. Yeah, which honestly, for any lady fans listening, yeah. that's a good indicator. <laughs> it's, you know what? In the realm of ambiguous penis sizes, one that garners lots of attention, that's a good thing. <laughs> I, I guess, and I won't say anything more. Okay, let's start with some comments, though. Let's not just make about the penis, because you're more than a penis. You're a man. Like, there's more to you than that. Uh but, yeah, I don't say that to oh, anybody you. else ever, too, so that's very rare. Uh, you're one of those few people who I've seen not just, like, getting by in quarantine. You're flourishing. Like, I am <laughs> almost convinced that your family might have had, like, stake in inventing COVID. Like, you are doing really well. <laughs> you know, I have had the same suspicion uh, about my family. <laughs> very close. Because it, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me. that like Because I... Considering it's quarantine, yeah. I shouldn't be doing well. You were doing Just okay beforehand, thumb, right? but like you were someone but who I was like, that guy, he's he's okay. like the Chuck Norris of the group. Like he's gonna be fine. <laughs> Stuff like that yeah, was what made me think and, that way. Well, thank you. <laughs> I need a quick yeah. definition <laughs> yeah. of the word okay. Over. Yeah, I fall in my face a lot. That's, but I feel like in quarantine, yeah, you found your stride though. Things. You found your stride. I think the beard helped quite a bit because I think it's mostly. The I beard. think it's just the beard. I, I didn't want to make it petty, but it's entirely the beard. Everything followed. (laughs) Listen, as a fellow beard person, let me tell you, the beard really does just make things click in a different type of way. It's so different. Yeah, changed my you know way of thinking. Um, it it, uh, that's it. That's all it did. That's all. It's attached to the pituitary just, gland. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's something involved where, like, the longer the hair is, the more in tune you are <laughs> with, like, how badass you look. And you just you wear it on your face, dude. <laughs> oh, I have to shave so my second you. family will That's... recognize me. But otherwise, I would totally grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Don't worry about your that. Your second family? Let's talk about your show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Cameron just exposed so, himself. 
Your penis isn't the only thing unmentionable. I just want to talk about your show, though. Okay, so <laughs> you started producing what is. Like, okay. I, right. I really can't overstate this enough. It was one of the first drive-through shows in California that really took off, uh, and there was some. There was some around, but I didn't see any in the LA area before yeah. I saw yours. Um, specifically, there's like two different comedy clubs in LA that started doing it. You beat both of them. Uh, I saw some right. up in like Central Valley, um, north, like north mm-hmm. of Sacramento area. I think. I saw those once again after you, though. Yeah. Uh, I do you know of anybody in California who put them up before you? I know um, there was a San okay. Diego, like drive-in comedy thing. I just heard because the one of the guys who ran it started following me on Instagram, like right uh-huh. after I started doing the show. I don't know how he found out about. It. I didn't know about him, but then I looked at his thing, and it was a thing. It was just drive up comedy right, which i right. guess is plugging that well, yeah he's giving, but, let's give him a plug yeah it's good for know. california yeah yeah I'm, yeah it looked like a good show like i don't know i guess they they started at first okay. um that was the only one i knew about wow. like prior um how crazy started, is that california but, was a uh, hub of comedy like stand-up comedy it was new york and california and like one spot maybe be you to doing this that's insane that is insane that's crazy dude. yeah that is not normal like that's fucking a trip it's <laughs> where did you get the idea it's super weird like, like how it's, did it come about i specifically was uh i think it was like a month after like quarantine or like, like maybe, March, maybe April weeks, time frame probably um yeah like somewhere around then and I was like getting antsy because I wasn't doing oh. anything. Like I was like kind of hanging out at home, and I wanted to do stand up and stuff. And I don't have a laptop, so I can't do like or I can do Zoom shows. But like, are you I'm, one of those Orthodox what, Jewish comedians? Because I've heard of those. Whatever. No, okay, they're mostly in New York. Uh, no, you're going no, after no. the Orthodox Wait, Jews now, Cameron. No, I'm just Orthodox saying some comedians Cameron? are better without technology. I don't know if you're one of those, you know, Orthodox Jewish or Amish comedians or anything. Oh like that. no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no, gotcha. I'm just poor. You know, everyone's got their yeah. own story. Everybody's got their own path, you know. You can go a little Jewish, yeah. just, for, yeah. you know, saving face. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah. If, I'm sorry, you went way Jewish already. I think you've compensated there. I see it. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I've been mistaken uh, for for Jewish many times, most times. I like that you can I'm actually, assumed. like, with just your bare hands, though, actually mold and shape your hair. Like you, you literally were like, okay, Kramer. Okay, no, Jordan. let's get out of Kramer and let's go into a different hairstyle. And like, you can just whip, whip, whip. Like that's pretty crazy. I. <laughs> it's it comes back to curly fuzz, but you look like Jay Cole a little bit now. I don't know what I don't know what the heck's what? going on. You're going all over the that's, place. That's incorrect, sir. That's not Jay Cole. <laughs> <It's> Jay Cole. <laughs> How often do you spend just trying different like hip hop artists? <laughs> too long. It's too a much, third of every Tuesday. <laughs> Most of my time. I always wonder what you're doing between shows, it's... and it, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just it's it's whenever I go to the bathroom, the whatever. Bar There's like bathroom, trails I'm of curly pubes on all the sinks whenever you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's how you find me. It's just a trail. <laughs> a shed, I guess. Have you ever thought of cutting it? <laughs> I mean, like, a little with bit. a different hairstyle. Would you be like, like, like pull, like all the way? Something not so maybe. No, I, I get trims. Well, I... <laughs> Joey, I've always gone Joey. Yeah, I've always Joey. Gone Joey with it. 
it, the, the curls. <laughs> I've just yeah. looked at Joey's in the world and just what, whatever Joey's it's, doing. Uh, he's usually having his girlfriend pay yeah. for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> if your name's Joey and you're listening, you probably have plenty of lunches that you paid for. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but you know your girlfriend paid for movie tickets. <laughs> We're just making yeah. broad We say something nice about, about San Joey's. Diego and then A we pick on an Anglo name. name. <laughs> what are what if, the, what if the guy who runs oh, the radio show blacklisted. is named Joey? Just talk, talk about burning a he's, bridge. Yeah. He's going to That's be- fine. I don't got gas money to go to San Diego. Yeah. We are cool. <laughs> we can... <laughs> yeah. We can torch that side of... <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun... Honestly, if I'm going to San Diego, to- I'm probably just going to uh, LA instead. Probably. I'll say this. I would love to go to an American comedy probably. store or American comedy company uh, outlet or whatever in San Diego. There's a there's a comedy store there that did one of the first like indoor mics and they did it with a plastic booth. So like they would have a stage with a mannequin and then they had a plastic yeah. booth that was like sealed and the comedian was in the plastic booth off the stage. Mm-hmm. And so that was the, that was to keep it COVID safe, the plastic booth. The reason there was a mannequin on stage was because it okay. wasn't technically a performance by an entertainer. The comedian was just doing the sound effects for the mannequin, oh, okay. which was a performer. So they said, no human performers. Yeah. Oh, the so they did around. everything they could. They said, we're going to make it safe no matter what. We put the comedian <clears throat> in the box. Everybody's separated. Everybody's spaced. And the city is still doing dumb stuff. So like, okay, well, now it's a everybody's staring at a statue. So there you go. <laughs> you know? And like, there's kind of new, new ways to do it. Yeah. But uh, that's in San Diego. I wouldn't mind hitting that up. So I, I shouldn't talk full shit. Um, so full disclosure, not trying to burn all the bridges. Uh, and if you, if I mean, you know I think they're still shows doing shows yeah. uh, down south, like in the southern states, because they don't get care so much about the whole. Uh, it's not even just the southern states. You can go up north too. You can go like Iowa, Idaho. Like you can go all over the place from here. Uh, Texas, though, I got to go to Texas and do a show. That was sick, mm. and uh, oh, so much yeah, fun, how was dude! That? It was so much fun. Like there was. Did, did you go to Texas? No, like so I was going to Texas to visit a friend who'd gotten married. And so while I was there, I was like, I'll just, I've never even tried to get booked out of like the area. I was like, let's just try it. So just uh, went on to like a Houston version of the bacon, if you're familiar. I mean, you're probably familiar. Uh, you boast in it all the time. I know you're familiar. But uh, it's like a Houston version of that. And I just said, come from California, mm-hmm. anything open this weekend? And got zero responses. <laughs> but. I, that's like pretty typical okay. like i've seen like sometimes people get responses but that kind of stuff not always it's kind of like a general fish and then like a day later i saw because i joined the group a notification someone said hey looking for comics for this thing and i was like okay that's more the way i usually reach out for shows is I, I know someone needs a comic and i'll say hey i fit the bill so i sent a clip boom next day they're like yeah we'll put you on a spot and it was fun as heck i got to work mm-hmm. with a guy who had been um like a feature for gabriel iglesias for like six months straight and had toured with him and the guy was a crusher. Yeah. He was a crusher. He had like a demographic for sure, but he just had that demographic on lock. Like if you were age 25 to like 55, everything he said was right down the barrel and it was nonstop. And the guy was a crusher. It was so fun. And like I got, I don't know, it was really fun. I was pretty happy too because there had been like some rough spots in the in the show. And I got to like liven the show back up and like bring mm-hmm. the energy up for the, like the big killer. And I was super happy about that. And yeah, uh, it's it a fun show, man. It's a fun I show. Think but it's... outdoors, uh, outdoor in Texas, awesome. the mosquitoes are fucking this big, dude. Like Jeez. it's it's not even like trying to just go up there and do really? comedy. It's like you're trying to dodge fastball pitches. Like, yeah. like it's not. <laughs> <that> was... <laughs> dodging <mosquitoes laughs> Most extreme elimination version of anyway. stand up. Do you guys not ever cool. notice when you're at like a mic and there's like a comic there with like 
X amount of like success. Um, usually not very much. And he, I always think it's mm-hmm. funny how like people kind of treat them differently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it's, yeah. Like give like they're trying Dude, to get the so secret weird. sauce or like the formula to like oh how do I get like this clout when it's basically like yeah. Like. <laughs> Like no, the comic pulls out like like a like a diamond or something or like a magic thing. Yeah, He's, oh, you got me rock. one of these. Like, oh, Everything oh, changed. Can I, can I have the rock? I need. I have a show oh. coming up. <laughs> it's a ring. It's like a special ring. There's some guys like five rings on. He's like, oh, you one of these. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's honestly, it's not even just that. It's like it, it, it's kind of like that. But like, if you can get like ten percent of the influence they have, like you would just be so set. Is how everyone looks at it. You know, just ten percent of that, ten percent of that, ten percent of that sort of thing. I think. But like I've seen it with. Uh, I do it myself. I went. I that, when you had me at the drive-in show, Ryan Goodcase is there, and I've seen him in commercial. I've seen him at shows where everybody's fawning over him, like, "Oh my god, he's yeah. so funny." I've laughed my butt off seeing him at sets. So it's like, yeah, it's cool to be there working <laughs> with the guy, and uh, and so you do get a little bit of that. But the person I see it the most with, and it's hilarious because he he's just an awesome guy. He's like a friendly guy. Uh, not, we're not we don't know each other, but Sammy Obed, he's super friendly. Are you familiar? So. Dude, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah same <laughs> so I met uh, Prescotti's one time, and there was like six people just like waiting to like, hey, yeah. hey, Sammy. Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the, <laughs> I won't say anymore because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> but like I said, we don't even know each other really. Yeah. But like, oh my gosh, that that dude gets it bad. I feel like yeah. I, I don't know how I'd handle that, knowing that like six oh, no, people are all trying it. to get a word in with me, like that I don't like even really know that much. Yeah, I'm so passive aggressive; it would not be good. It's super weird. Yeah. I don't know how you deal. We won't with have that. to worry about it very soon. Yeah, that's good. Sammy, <laughs> no. none of us. We're not gonna have to worry. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, God. No, that that is sick though. I love that. Like, um, being able to like yeah. just even be in a peer group with people who are that su- successful and having like big bookings and having like commercial gigs and things outside of just doing like you know stand up in the region i love that it makes me feel so good yeah and it that's one thing that is hard in comedy it's... is seeing the success outside oh that's a dog barking by the way and that's probably not gonna go away um that's really fun. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah he gets mad if i don't talk about <laughs> his favorite show we're not talking about blacklist i told you yeah <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean care. blacklist is a great show man <laughs> talk about blacklist I thank you it is a great show <laughs> yeah, we should have spent so much more. <laughs> Your dog is right. Thanks a lot. You turned him against me. Oh, you sent him. Yeah, blacklist is <laughs> if uh, Mr. Robert California just became an international fucking fugitive. See, I still haven't seen it, so I don't know all these references you guys make. And I feel like it's like 24. I never watched 24, and people were like, "It was so good." And I'm like, I like Keith Sutherland when he's a vampire. So I like Keith Sutherland when he's sober. Was he not sober in that? Was that the problem? No, what? He, had, so, he had like a major drinking drunk? problem. I don't like, know much about Keith. Man, we just had to know. just dish on Kiefer, man. Oh, we were man. so close to being nice to everybody so far this episode. I mean, his name is Yeah, Kiefer. for a guy who's Kiefer, he should be really mellow all the time. Do you think like, he was like, just like the man at parties? Yeah, he's like, really yo, Kiefer, chill. can we get a hit of this Keef? <laughs> yeah. What if he was like super straight edged to like be like <laughs> contrarian to his name? <laughs> like he was a hall <laughs> monitor? <laughs> yeah. You never know. He was the star of like Fox's <laughs> biggest show for like a couple years. There's no way he was. Oh yeah, he was just slanging poos. You're right. Yeah, no, I'm way wrong. He was never the straight edge guy. Yeah. Fox was never. supplying most. I'm kidding. I'm... Don't come after us, Fox. Don't 
Don't they do that? <laughs> They're going to do that to Brian someday. Brian's going to take a show on the road. Netflix is going to do some Santa Cruz. They're going to mix you and Guy Fieri. It's going to be divers, drive-ins, and dives, and drive-in comedy shows. And it's going to be you and Guy Fieri. <laughs> and... <laughs> And we just get paid. And, and they're going to corrupt you. That... They're going to get you addicted to Guy Fieri's cooking and his Hawaiian shirts and weed. And that's going to be your whole life. Man. I'm just going to turn into Guy Fieri. That's what he does. He just cooks for people, gives them Hawaiian shirts. You become shirts. assimilated. <laughs> Pretty Sprinkled soon the frosted paradise. tips come into play. <laughs> Where is he frosted? Yeah. Curry? Did you he show like, up looking like Justin Timberlake. He accidentally. <laughs> He, like accidentally drops like hair dye. Like, <laughs> How did this oh, get here? He just gets in your car, puts one in your glove box, just in case you want it later. <laughs> like, you ever want to go to Flavor Town? You let me know. Yeah. Honestly, I, 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 here's what I really hope. Here's like speaking of Guy Fieri, I hope that the conservative um, right in our nation finds a new political figure to get behind, and it's Guy Fieri, and. I think he could be the Republican nomination for 2024 and his slogan could be, we're going to bring America back to Flavortown. And <laughs> he's, he's just going to like grill chicken. He'll be at like the rally with just like office. a grill. He's not going to do yeah. any we're, like, legislation. <laughs> he just has a grill. Iran's going to have Gordon Ramsay as his VP, dude. <laughs> he's got a salad stick. Chief of State is Emerald Gossi. <laughs> if Iran goes to war with us, he'll just have like the the grand leader over for some like halal smoked ribs, and he's like, "Oh my God, guy, we are so sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, we had no idea. <laughs> like, we're cool. We we're didn't cool. know we're... you could make halal ribs and smoke. <laughs> we are so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> It's about cooking. Oh, uh, speaking about weed, it was just recently legalized in four states. Two of which are Arizona and South Dakota. Mm. Now, in North Dakota, there were, sorry, South Dakota, there was a man who was serving a 36 year sentence for selling three pounds of weed. Wow. He was arrested in the 90s, and they're just now, like, trying to get his release. He should have gotten 38. That's so sad, man. He's like, I should have killed somebody. I had like three really, people really I wanted sad. to kill. Real, dude. Thirty-six years. <laughs> you think he would have killed somebody? And gotten I know. Less I know. Honestly, like, he's killing people to hide his weed. <laughs> like twenty-eight. Like, <laughs> like the attorney general was like, "Yo, this is like a sentence we give to people who kill people and like torture them beforehand or like sexual assault, not for someone selling weed." That is crazy. Yeah. So let me ask you this. South Dakota, it's now legal to smoke weed? Yes. So does that mean if you're smoking weed in South Dakota, it's no longer on the down low? Oh. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Because South Dakota. Yeah. Subscribe okay. to Conway Rowdy in South Dakota. top quality content. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them? All three people there? That's... If I had three fans in South Dakota, I wouldn't still be doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would Move be in South Dakota. Dakota with my harem. Population four, two of them are like... <laughs> I get all the electoral college votes. <laughs> One's a dog. It's a family. It's one family. Jesus. I dream of a day where my podcasting influence gets me one whole family. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> 
So can I ask you some questions that I've never asked you in all the all the year and a half or two years that I've known you doing like open mics and shows together? Can I ask you like the, the rundown how you got into it, Anthony? Yeah. I know you've probably got one or two too, so feel free to chime in. But when did you do your first like okay. show or open mic or attempt to entertain with comedy? Um, my first open mic, like the first time I like went up, was at not Biscotti. in Santa Cruz. Um, I did not see that coming. No, no, I, I was uh, San Jose for the first, like, uh, year. And you were, li- you were living there at the time? Yeah, so I'm not Santa Cruz original. No, I was living oh, in, okay. uh, like, Redwood City, like, in, in Silicon Valley, and then I'd commute to Frascati, and then uh, once I turned 21, Frascati and, wow. and Caravan. And I would I was doing that for, like, 10 months, uh-huh. a year, whatever. Um, and then I moved to Santa Cruz, and I was doing San okay. Jose and Santa Cruz. So then, do, you, do you recognize then, any people yeah. like I know it's closed now, but did you recognize any people from the Frascati's circle from like back when you were still there or was it a lot of new fresh? You did. That's yes. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Well, so I started. Um, so I, I was doing Frascati for a while. And so that's where I met like Ryan Sadakrin and Tyler and uh Austin a little bit. I don't think I interacted okay, with okay. too much. Austin Blaylock. I, I know of these people. Um, I don't know any of them too well, yeah, but I've met all of them. Yeah. Well, do you know? Uh, oh, of course. Ruben yeah. yeah. Ruben, Jorge, yeah, those were like the real people that I like. I really started to get closer to from hanging out around the San Jose area more. Yeah, we've had um, them on the show. But Yeah, but yeah. so many people from Frescati's yeah. area and like from Santa Cruz area, I've only seen like once or twice, a couple of times. And it's usually we're so busy trying to catch all the different shows that it's like, it's so hard to really like, like ask these questions like I'm asking you right now. Like getting to know you. It's so kind of so cool. Like you're this. trying to get like that yeah, primo yeah. spot on the list. So you're always trying to get up at a certain time. And that means yeah. you got to go try and give the afterwards. host. Yeah, bumps of cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Naturally. Smoke the in the car. Yeah. Hey, there's hey, a huge, hey, how's eight? There's a how's huge, eight? You know, how's eight? How's eight? How's eight? How's eight? How's eight? You got eight? Six or eight? You got a six or eight? <laughs> it's, it's like there's a bathroom line, like of comics trying to use a bathroom, but the door opens. Really they hold the door. Like, hey, you want to come in? Six or eight? You want to come in? I'm going to the bathroom. Six or eight? That's all it is. So when you first met Cameron, what did you think of him? And did you hate him as much as I did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably yeah. more. That jives. Uh, that honestly. tracks. Yeah. <laughs> seething. It was seething and uh... just like irrational. <laughs> as soon as you see him, it's like fuck this guy. <laughs> totally right. Um, <laughs> primal, primal hate. I think guttural rage. Like <laughs> I felt it from my neck first. Yeah. <laughs> my dick was yeah. getting hard just off just the my hate. Face got hot. Oh, what? That's something completely different. I've asked you not to oh, address sorry, that on sorry, the podcast. Because right. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> um, I have one of those faces. Yeah. No. No, but I think I met you, I want to say, at like... Um, Blue Lounge, like you came to Santa Cruz and you went to the that Blue might Lounge. Been... Might have been like like way like a year it's ago. So, it's so hard to remember plus, anybody maybe. from the Santa Cruz area specifically where I met them <clears throat> because it was in a flurry that I met everybody like right around the same time. I met some people at Rosie's for the first yeah. time, some people at Poets, some people at the Blue Lounge, and some people at a house party show. Oh, that, that was uh, the fun. Gabriel that was through. Fun. 
there was like probably like a third of the people was just okay. at that house party alone. And I got so fucked up that night that like I didn't remember any of it. Oh, so half of you, I'm not even sure are real people. Mm-hmm. Like I could have schizophrenia in my bloodline that I don't know about. So I'm not holding out any bets. That's why I'm having you on this podcast. This yeah, with Anthony here. Like this is kind people. of a vetting process. <laughs> yeah, this is also yeah, fighting oh, yeah. against my pa- <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, you have no real. idea how many people I've talked to on this podcast that okay. I didn't know until that day. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, what's up, bro? Time, let's. let's... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a phantom. <laughs> After the podcast ends, it's like they just disappear. Bye, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny effect if we started adding it in the guest at the end just that kind of disappears we don't have the budget for that but that would be sick That'd be fun. i'll tell you once we start That'd the only fans the money's gonna yeah. start rolling in man yeah we are talking about ordering oh, yeah. a studio See? where we can just just get like ky shower gel caps just blowing all times <laughs> just really get it ripping on only fans <laughs> so from, from your oh, experience yeah. growing up you it sounds like you had a couple different like romping grounds a little bit what was were there any differences for you yeah working at frascati's area and like the santa, santa jose crowd compared to like poets yeah. and blue lounge and rosies in the santa santa cruz area um, yeah, I would say like San Jose, I mean, they're both like nice, yeah. really oh, cool people. Like yeah. the scenes, like everyone was very welcoming, oh, yeah. especially Jorge. Jorge was like, is like World one of the host, star I think, level uh, host. <clears throat> great guy. Like I, I love seeing him. Um, so he was super warm and, and, and good. Like once I started showing up like more consistently, you know, Jorge was very nice and be like, Hey, you want time? This is how it works. And I would ask, like, Tyler or Ryan Sadakran, like, those guys, like, hey, how does this work? <laughs> and they would kind Not of, the open mic. Basically. I mean, the making the thing good. <laughs> yeah, like, how does, how, what, is, what am I doing? Like, what? <laughs> like, That's a good question to ask. Yeah, I like that but, approach. <laughs> yeah, what, what am I doing? That's it. Just, and they thought you were a special needs person, so they're like, well, we'll help you. Like, where's your – someone should be with you, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's, where's your guardian? Legally, something has to be over this. Um, <laughs> this can't be it. <laughs> That's his best approach. I give that to everybody asking first tips. I'm like, just go yeah. ask what you're doing. Just ask them what you're yeah. doing is the tip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I would say welcoming is really um, good. I Have you ever been, did you, or now I can't yeah. say, I think it's closed. Have, were you ever able to go to the East Village mic in Monterey? Uh, no. I heard about it. Um, it's a good one. It's sort of like we haven't got our start. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I can't tell yeah. you how gracious I feel now to have cut my teeth there. Not because it's like, it like a mecca of comedy or anything like that, but no. it was a place where like you would get like world class blues acts coming in, and they got a show that weekend at a big theater. Really? So they just stop over and do like a little coffee shop thing, and it's like, and the the host is a like production manager or like a producer at a theater in San Jose, so he's like really high up in the industry. Mm-hmm. He was a his dad was in uh, TV and film. Uh, he was also a poet, like all yeah, these crazy guys, author. and like it was just one of the best open mics and the host was just like it was like a professional host you would have hosting like a really nice show 
and that's this guy just doing it as like a passion hobby and just so amazing such an amazing okay one. and having like professional big acts it really classed up like your feeling of what mm-hmm. you're producing there <clears throat> yeah. when like you get some world-class blues guitarists come in there and start doing something the crowd is like and surprisingly um forgiving as well yeah because they're like you, you never really? know what you're getting and like oh, nice. you don't get booed off stage there really yeah. like the worst you could do is offend people but you're not gonna like get them to where like they're like boo like heckling you like crazy so it's a good place they, they cultivated it well but as far as you tourism you get people from all yeah. different areas so you get like 10 percent are locals and the rest is people who are only there for the weekend and it made it hard for me to pinpoint a demographic and I feel like with Santa Cruz I get more of that I feel like there's a vibe to the crowds in Santa Cruz and there's still a lot of tourism. Yeah. There's a, there's some vibes. Uh, I know it's like, I, I hear DNA say this all the time, like, keep Santa Cruz yeah. weird. There's that weirdness that people yeah. I almost want and expect sometimes, I feel like. And I set, I come in with like two stick for two, anything like that. And they're like, this isn't weird. Like, what are you doing? And it's kind of like, how did you yeah. adjust for that from coming from San Jose? Because I don't see that in San Jose. San Jose, um, well, when you're describing the Monterey, uh, scene it sounds like okay. Piscotti a little bit yeah because you get it's right there like it's in the spot no where the hotels international hotels and stuff are yeah 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 so that kind of reminds okay. me of, of Piscotti a bit uh and uh, like San Jose is more just a kind yeah. of conglomerate of of uh people and they're usually pretty like diverse and nice and Santa Cruz is like <clears throat> like a lot of the audience like there's a there is a vibe. You're like you're totally right. There's, I, there's I definitely didn't describe um, it right because I do not know Santa Cruz very well. Well, because Cameron covering his tracks. Well, I'm trying to think like what. Well, is I, I'm, the vibe. I'm looking at it from an outsider too. I do <laughs> right. not have a good read on Santa Cruz. Like Santa Cruz for decades has been my place to go by Molly. Like it was not a place where I like have rich deep roots in. You know. Yeah. It was like I was getting ripped off by homeless kids <laughs> like, trying to buy shrooms. Molly, that was my story in Santa Cruz. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you start. Naturally, yeah. Oh, sorry. Coming in no, from Salinas to Santa Cruz, I'll say this about Santa Cruz. People are a lot more, like, open and, like, willing to talk about shit that, like, in, normally in Salinas you just wouldn't talk about. And like, Being polite to bring about certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like old-fashioned. It's like an old-fashioned yes. traditional thing in Salinas where, like, you don't burden people too much with details and like there's a little bit of privacy mm-hmm. and respect for people's privacy and stuff and so like going into some vivid details would be weird yeah. but i could see how in santa cruz like you could get into that a little bit more probably people are a little more open a little more people are generally like, more open yeah. like audiences the, the way they interact with you if you're on stage like yeah depending on who it is obviously but uh they'll ask follow-up questions a lot like if, I, if you're doing a bit and that's like where you say something about yourself Every once in a while, there would be some audience who'd be like, "Oh yeah, and what about that?" It's like, "Dude, I'm doing a bit." <laughs> yeah, like, also, thank use, you. Yeah. For, like, and normally an you, can, you can like use that as a launch right. pad into like a di- like oh, you can yeah. even open up a joke even more like when they hook you okay. with a question, and it gives you an entirely new avenue to go down. Yeah, yeah. They're giving you yeah, they're giving you a shot yeah. too to explore something new in your material because like if it's something you've heard before, then you've already got a response. Like I, I had either a guy that or they're saying, drunk yeah, and being yeah. a complete asshole. Yeah, that's almost fun too. Yeah, that's True. almost and it fun can go too. Either way. Until they get belligerent, and then, and then it's kind of a win-win. That's where Muay Thai comes yeah. in. <laughs> but everybody does comedy their own way. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the, when the immediate violence. violence. I, at the opening of all my sets, I'm like, hey, just yeah. so you know, there's a very serious threat of violence in there in this act. And so you guys need to stay in your goddamn seats. <laughs> Anthony, you want to take us into this 30 second pitch before we run too long and get this guy crashing out past a curfew? Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Uh, we're going into the 30 second pitch, Old Reliable, one of the faves. Uh, this this scenario oh, no, is, uh, you know, you got your girl and her parents think you're a piece of shit. And maybe because you are. But you got $25 to change their mind. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's that's the prompt. I'm going to go ahead and go first. This is what you do to ensure victory. Go to your nearest dispensary and buy a tincture. You then... Hold on. A, a tincture? Yes, a tincture. The drop thing? The drop Weed thing. Weed drops? Okay. Wait, what's a tincture? Right. You invite them out for coffee to have oh, an okay. honest and deep conversation. During you the are about getting. to poison people, I'm pretty sure. And are we able to say this on the radio? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You man. know, what? go ahead. Just go ahead. No, no, just go ahead. Let me let me quarterback this thing real quick. All right. So <laughs> during that, you take all of the tinctures, right? You take all of it at once, <laughs> and you time it such that it kicks right when you're about to have this conversation. Now, in this state, you are at your peak creativeness. <laughs> So you will find a solution to uh, to changing, you know, to ch- towards the problem of uh, changing their minds, and uh, either that or you're gonna pass out. Which, in, you know, he's working so hard that he 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 passed out from stress. So you have a built-in really? excuse uh, if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thank you. And I feel bad because, Brian, this is the first time that you've been live for someone to do a 30-second pitch, and I feel like he did not give you a good example. I feel like he did some sloppy work there. Let me explain why. I was about to drug the both of the parents, but when Cameron fucking interrupted. (laughs) (laughs) That's reason number one. (laughs) I'd have called the audible, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The The very first... Ruby the parents. <laughs> Fuck, I should have. The first waited. and That's only. You Ruby the parents, so you don't have to. I, I love that. Okay, here's the two things where he messed up. For one, he thought the only way he could possibly impress them was to get them high out of their minds. So that's not good for you. That's kind of a low confidence approach. But here's the what other are you thing. talking about? You know, I'm speaking to the scumbags right now. You speak to whatever, you know, whatever bougie listener that you want to talk to. I'm talking to the people. So this is definitely not what you would do is what you're saying. Okay. Okay, the other thing is you said you had to change their minds. So by default, these people are unimpressed. And that was the that was your status quo that you put on yourself. <laughs> so let me just get mine. Mine's I think actually 30 seconds. Okay. You go to Walmart, you go to the wine section, you get yourself a nice white Merlot. Bang. Okay. It's not the fanciest wine, but it's anyone will like it. It's just a sweet, like little dessert wine. You go, you get yourself some jalapenos, you get yourself a little bit of bacon, a little bit of cream cheese. You're going to make a little appetizer. You're going to bring a little dessert wine. You're going over to their house, not empty handed. You're going to show that you're creative. You can do a lot with a little budget. You can make a, even a meal fun and exciting with new flavors. And then with the remaining money, you go buy a pack of Magnum condoms. And then you just start f- letting those just fall out all over the place while you're cooking. You're like, hey, you want some jalapenos? Oh, God. And then just like throw five Magnum condoms in her mom's face. She's like, holy <laughs> F, get this guy's dong in her mouth. Like right away you're on the good side. Like right away you're on the good side. So that's it. 
And honestly, as long as you don't buy the big pack, because you're not actually going to use the, the no. magnums. You're going to actually try to return those and get some fitting condoms. But you just buy one or two of like the big ones. You just really throw them out there. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't okay. like I don't so, like that pitch. I don't think that was a good pitch. Um, you don't like jalapenos off, wrapped in bacon Merlot? with cream cheese? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds delicious. Listen, dad's going to think you're a pussy if you bring white Merlot. I do it for the girls. <laughs> Second of all, get them drunk enough to suck on this magnum dong, am I right? And instantly know the game. Instantly know what the fuck is going on. And she's not going to go for it because she knows these magnums are all for show. <laughs> wait, wait. Are the magnums for the mom to see and then be that's, impressed? That's the yes. Then we don't like, tell the daughter what? about that. Yeah. If she sees the magnums, then I just go, oh, no, no, that's for this. Okay. And I put it on my hand. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> but if the, mo- <laughs> if the mom sees it, yeah, like, she's like, I'm right. going to marry this man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into this. Let's go. I didn't wait for the green light. I gave it to you. Yeah, I impressed her so much. I'm now banging her mom, so I don't see how this is bad. <laughs> you got any concepts, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Uh, Feel free to just pick ours apart. Maybe. By the way, <laughs> no, no, no. Here, uh, okay, okay. If you want to impress their parents, okay. So you you uh, go to their parents' house, and here's the thing: they're going to be judging you, but I can be judging them too. Okay, so they need to be impressed <laughs> with me, right? So you're going to neg her parents? Buy a, a prostitute. <laughs> Wait, did you say you're gonna buy a I'm prostitute? Gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> wait. I'm gonna borrow lease, rent, lease. wait. <laughs> Purchase lease. <laughs> Whatever the horrible term is. I don't I don't touch what I'm gonna say. I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be bad. Um I'm a good person, I swear. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so you, you get a prostitute, and then you bring her to the house uh, to show to the parents, and then you show the prostitute to the dad. If the dad takes the prostitute, then that's not a good family structure, and uh, you don't need to be there. And then you walk out. Okay, see, but here's the question, Brian. What if the dad doesn't go for the prostitute? <laughs> Who doesn't? What if she's just sitting in the living room with you, and he's like, "No, I love my wife." <laughs> then, well, <laughs> then, then, I, then I just call the prostitute, or I just leave her there, and you know she can join us for dinner. We all have dinner. I feel like you came there. out strong with your prostitute, yeah. and then now you're just underutilizing your prostitute. <laughs> well, the whole thing is that one thing. And it's like, well, you might as well stay for dinner, you know? Offer her, I'm just like, going to say, a $25 prostitute is definitely staying for dinner. Oh my god, that was awesome! Well, dude, we we actually we even ran long already, but this has been freaking fantastic. Thank you so much for jumping on here. Uh, I know it took forever 
Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry again, but thank you for making it happen. It months, but totally, totally. So the cool. last thing we gotta do before yeah. we wrap up is do our takeaways. So Anthony, you wanna kick yeah. us off? Um yeah, Brian, uh seen you at many a bar show. Always kinda kept it casual. Cool to see yeah. you on the show. Yeah, yeah. Always good to see you guys. Yeah. yeah. Open mics. Yeah, I still shows. I can't believe yeah. it was uh, it was such a pleasure to get out and to get the chance to do the uh, the driving show like you really got like i can't overstate it enough it's impressive that in a state in in a country that was known to be the stand-up country in the state of that country that was known to be Mm -hmm. one of two of the main stand-up states you were one of two of the first drive-in shows that i'm aware of and a lot of people i know of are aware of to kick off man that is Mm -hmm. insane that's like a really fucking cool thing even if you like go into production or something like that put down your resume (laughs) that's like crazy big and like just shout out to sam and everybody else involved too but man like you're doing really well in it man and your punchlines for the show promotions on friday are funny as hell every time like you're crushing it man well done thank you that's that means a lot i really appreciate that it's very uh anthony you haven't been on I, yeah, do you want to get on the show? show dude. Oh, Anthony just broke a record. First person to yeah, get an invite I, on the actual podcast. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, hit, me, yeah. hit my line, man. I'll definitely come out. Because I forget. Like, Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll bring well, all, I'll, the, I'll all the you. Later. Just make sure to test him because he is very okay, COVID like adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> is it in, in the weed? <laughs> It gives us some zest, you know, like. <laughs> they call it spicy weed. It makes you cough more. <laughs> All right, go read a book. Mucho take it easy, baby girls. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Also on Facebook and YouTube at The Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Check me out on Facebook and Instagram at KMBZ.Berry. And see me on YouTube at CB Comedy. I'm just below the little Indian kid who makes funny videos in his room. Uh, you can follow me at the Ghost of Anthony on Instagram and at Young Bathman on Twitter. And follow me, Sebastian, on Instagram at Seinfeld. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore mbooth. <laughs>